Chapter 1 One morning, back when I was eight, my L-Pod greeted me with, Hello, Coram. Big day today. You're going to hear a lecture from Mrs. Winton. Who's that? I asked. She's from the Counselor Order. Seeing her in person is a special treat. She'll speak to your class regularly about things that aren't covered in your lessons with me. The pod went silent and opened. It was just like when we broke to go to lunch or the gym. We all stepped out of our pods and milled about the classroom until a bot had us gather at the door and let us out. My best friend Raf had been one of the first of us to start school, so on the walk I asked him, Have you ever heard a talk from Mrs. Winton? Nope, never even heard of her. We were taken down to the first floor and through a hallway that was new to us. Every kid's head turned from side to side at the novelty of the pale green wall tiles. We went down a stairwell and through a cherry wood door into an empty auditorium. The light brown surface of the stage held the most enormous display I'd ever seen. Its screen read, Welcome. Hundreds of seats faced the stage, more than were needed for the 200-something kids in our class. As we descended the aisle, the lead bot's head swiveled all the way around to look back at us and say, You will fill the front rows, leave no seats empty. Raph and I ended up in the third row. In front of us, two other boys were laughing and flailing as they grabbed at each other's arms, but then came a buzzing sound, and both of them yelped and went stiff. A woman's amplified voice announced, Boys and girls, your seat is watching you. If you do not behave and sit still and speak only when spoken to, then you will receive a shock. We went silent and sat up straight. Now, eyes up front, the voice said. The woman walked onto the stage. I knew what members of the upper orders looked like from seeing them on the news and on shows. I knew their clothes were different and varied, and that they lived long enough to show the ravages of age. Knowing what to expect wasn't enough to prepare me for seeing one in person. Her dress was black, except for the white collar and sleeve cuffs. There was a gray streak in her dark hair. There were permanent cracks in the skin at the corners of her eyes. How could skin have cracks? Were they painful? She smiled and the cracks grew. Welcome, boys and girls, welcome. I am Mrs. Winton. I'm a member of the Counselor Order. I'm 49 years old. I will live until I am 77. What order are you all members of? You may answer now. The General Order, we said in unison. Correct, she said. And now a question for the boys, so only the boys answer. What age will you live until? Thirty-six, we boys said. Correct, she replied. That means you have twenty-eight more years. That is a good, long time, and I intend to help you make the most of it. Now, a question for the young ladies. How long will you live until? Thirty-seven, the girl said. Right again, thirty-seven. You lucky ladies get an extra year. She paced the edge of the stage and continued. Lucky, lucky ladies and lucky boys. But I wonder if you understand how lucky. Let's take a look at how the world was long ago. She stepped aside and turned toward the display. Grainy video started playing of a mother, father, and son standing in line carrying empty metal bowls. They were gaunt, and their exhausted faces were as worn out as their tattered clothes. The boy looked to be our age. The next images were of bare-skinned men looking out with hollow eyes through wire fences. They were skinnier than I would have thought possible. 
the recesses of their ashen skin deep between every rib. We then saw a group of hundreds of people packed together on a street. Their clothes were so odd. To think that I'd just been struck by Mrs. Winton's dress having two colors, the clothes these people were wearing had countless colors. I would have guessed they were celebrating something festive, but they were agitated and yelling. At the edge of the group, men in dark uniforms and helmets beat them back with clubs. Next, there were films of buildings burning and falling in on themselves. A hand, bloody and unmoving, protruded from the rubble. Injured child after injured child filled the screen. Bandages soaked with blood, limbs missing, faces scarred, and bodies twisted and deformed like crumpled paper. We forgot about the warning to stay quiet and gasped.